Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula, a podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. So recently I was asked a fascinating question in our coaching program, Take Your Lead program with Gen Z. And it actually caught me off guard as they began to corner me, so to say. But I believe it was a brilliant question that they asked as to how do you become a person of influence? And they're so specific in that they asked, but you relate with so many people from different walks of life. How is it that you've built meaningful relationships over time? that not only add value to you, but add value to us as well. And that really got me thinking as to how did one really go about building the relationships that one has, and over and above that, the relationships that one is building now. Which is why on today's podcast episode, I just want to take a few moments to speak to becoming a person of influence. How do you become a person of influence. Welcome to Take Your Lead podcast. And thank you so much for joining us and for continuing to be part of a community of leaders who are intentional and purposeful about their growth. And really, as I've mentioned at the top of the episode on today's podcast, I just want to share a few thoughts as to how best do you grow your influence. And I'll be speaking on five big ideas that I strongly believe if we can hone that will help us become people of influence. And the first big idea we'll talk to is intentionality, that you need to be intentional in order for you to become a person of influence. The second is integrity. And I think this is a big one. You need to be a person of integrity in order for you to have influence. And the third one is... I'll borrow from scripture. If you are a person of faith, you'll possibly know the scripture. Do not despise the days of small beginnings. And then lastly, we'll just look at two practical thoughts and big ideas in terms of becoming a person of influence in context. And one of the things we'll speak to is the ability to connect with others. The ability to connect with others as well as the ability to connect others. So it's very key and very important for you to have the ability to connect with others and the ability to connect others. So connection becomes key. It's extremely important. It's extremely important. So let's look to the first one in terms of intentionality. If you're looking at becoming, and again, maybe to define a bit in terms of influence, what it means to become a person of influence. Because when you talk about influence, there's quite a lot of thoughts these days when it comes to influence. There is what we call social media influencers. This speaks of people who are influential um, in terms of the social media space, maybe because they've got a number of followers or people that they speak to, people that they impact, people who um, want to live life the way that they live. And one of the key things which I strongly believe is very important within influence is understanding that influence doesn't come to us instantaneously. It grows by stages. Influence, honestly speaking, it just doesn't happen by osmosis where you thumbsack and I'm like, yeah, I'm an influencer. 
but it comes through stages. And that's where we'll talk to the third point of not despising the days of small beginnings. And within influence, it's very important for you to understand the fact that everyone has influence. Honestly speaking, you might look at yourself and think, I don't have so many followers, I don't have any people following me, but truth of the matter is you have influence. Maybe you are a parent, you influence your children. Maybe you are a sister, you influence your siblings. Maybe you are a leader. Um, maybe you are a boss, maybe you are a manager. Maybe you are a friend. Maybe you are in any context you find yourself, you do have influence. And the key thing is being intentional about the influence that you have being able to steward your influence so that others are better because of the influence that you have on them and you are well aware of the influence that they have on you. I was part of a coaching call with my mentor and father, um, a brilliant coaching program that he has. And one of the things he shared recently, he was talking about prosperity and wealth and being very intentional. And one of the things he spoke to is how, and he made it so simple in terms of how to uh, intentionally um have a model of how much you want to earn a year from now and break it down into daily steps that will take you to that target or goal that you've set for yourself. And one of the things he spoke to which really caught my attention is how he spoke to the income that you get is not only because of the time you invest, the work you do, but a lot of it also has to do with the quality of relationships that you have. Because the quality of relationships that you have can either, they mean the difference between promotion or demotion productivity or lack of productivity, focus or distraction, chaos or order. And he hinged this on relationships. And this is where influence becomes key. Being very intentional about who influences you. And that's the first question you need to ask yourself within being intentional about your influence. Who is the person who really influences me? And I want you to take just some time, even if, as you listen, I know most of us or some of us might listen while driving, jogging, walking. And, but when you get home or if you're able to just take about five minutes just to sit down, maybe take out your phone, go to the notepad. Or if you are a person who journals and writes down, I want you to write down and list three people who influence you. Who are the three people currently in the season of life that you are in who influence you? Can be at work can be at church, can be in your community, can be within family. It can be in any context. Who are the three people that currently have a voice and influence in your life? And this is key because you need to intentionally define the key influencers in your life. Because when you talk about influence, for example, you'd always say someone was maybe stopped by the traffic cops or traffic police, and they would say they finding them or taking them to jail or compounding their car simply because they were under the influence. And oftentimes, you can't be shocked and say, how am I under the influence? Because I didn't drink anything. But oftentimes, you would be able to tie the influence that you are under, be it a spirit, be it a wine, be it a vodka, be it whatever it is. Maybe you're high on something, but there's something that influences. And that's where the word influence comes into play which speaks of influenza, for example, when you've got flu. 
it begins to affect the way you think, the way you behave, the way your body even reacts. You begin to have fever, you begin to sweat, you get tired, you've got headaches, you've got... But over and above that, there's an influenza. There is something that's driving that. If, for example, I spoke to the example of being under the influence of something, it begins to inform how you walk, how you talk, your speech is a bit slurred, you are a bit slow when you are walking. Um, you are no longer able to balance the way you'd normally balance. And, and quite a lot of different things that speak to that. Sometimes others become more outspoken. They become bold. Others become the love of the party. Others just sleep. Others just... There's quite a lot of different expressions. However, all these expressions come from a specific influence. And that's what I would like you to identify. What is that specific influence to you? as a leader? Who is that particular influence to you as a leader? Is it your community? Is it your friends? Is it church people? Is it success? What is it that actually really influences you? Write down the name. Three people that influence you. Next to the three people, I want you to write down three environments now that influence you. I mentioned a few. Church can be one of them. Work can be one of them. Um, I don't know, You. what are the three, not only three people, but three environments that have influence on you? Have you done that? Awesome. awesome. And this is be extremely important and it becomes very key in becoming a person of influence because first you need to understand who influences you and then secondly, then now you zoom into who do I influence? Who are the people that I've got influence with? Who are the people who actually value what I say? Who are the people who actually look up to me? And I know not all of them might walk up to you and say you are, you are an influencer to me, but there are subtle influence, influ, the subtle influence that you might have. Think with me, for example, to back when you were still at school, maybe preschool, primary school, high school, but there were specific teachers, specific individuals who had an influence on you. You might not even have told them that they had the influence that they had in your life, but they did. They shaped the way you thought. They shaped the way you speak. They thought. They shaped the way you behave and do things. So begin to zoom into your life now and begin to ask yourself, who do I really influence? If I'm a parent, possibly I'm influencing my family. If I'm a husband, I'm possibly influencing my family because I'm leading my family. If I'm a wife, I'm influencing my family. If I'm a pastor, I'm influencing the people that I lead. If I'm a leader, I influence the people that are responsible to, under my leadership. So, so who do you influence? And I want you again to write down three names of people that you influence. And next to the three names of the people you influence, I want you to write down a reason why you believe you influence them. Why is it that you feel or you think that you influence these people? Is it because, you, because of position? Is it because of title? Is it because of proximity? Is it because you've got something to offer that they don't have? One of the questions which was a game changer for me that I had to ask myself is if I were to reach the level of influence this person who is influencing me has and we equal, would they still influence me? And that began to lift the lid of moving away from just getting what they have but to becoming who they are and being able to grow with them. And that's where influence comes in, where it's not just influenced because it's a convenient influence that I have on a person. Because once you begin to do this, this is where you tap into becoming intentional about becoming a person of influence. So who are the three people that you influence? Over and above the three people you influence, I want you to look at the environment where you influence them. 
where what are the interactions that you have with these people or individuals that enable you to influence them where lastly is the third question do you influence them so who do you have influence with and 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 how is your influence to them what why do you influence them and then lastly where do you influence them and i want you to be very specific with this in terms of uh, at work um, at gym, at uh, the library, uh, I don't know. But what's the context of your influence? And once you've figured that out, I want you now to, which is the first step of becoming a person of influence, to be extremely intentional about your influence. Speak to this particular person if needs be, that I believe that I've got influence. Is it true? Do you see me or regard me as a person who has influence? And I'd really love to pour into you. I'd love to be intentional so that you begin to, I know there are organic relationships, but over and above that, I think in order for you to become a person of influence, you need to steward your influence. And this speaks of being intentional, doing coffee dates, keeping people accountable, showing up for people, making sure that people understand the influence that you have and how it translates to them. So number one, influence doesn't come to us instantaneously, it grows by stages. You need to be intentional about the influence that you have. Number two, in order for you to become a person of influence, you need to become a person of integrity. And this is a big one. When we talk about integrity, we talk about how an integral number, for example, speaks of a number that can only be divided by itself and nothing else. So when you become a person of integrity, you have integrity with people you then intentionally now are one person. Your walk, your talk is one. People don't have to second guess who you are. People don't have to second guess if you will show up or do what you said you would do. And the need for integrity today perhaps is as great as it has ever been. Because we live in a day and age where promises are cheap. Anyone can say, anyone can do whatever. However, it is absolutely essential for anyone who desires to become a person of influence to have integrity. And integrity has a lot to do with your character. Because it speaks to what you do when there's no one watching. When there's no camera that's taking pictures or recording what you are doing. Integrity is seen in three areas that you need to hone in order for you to become a person of influence. And the first area I would encourage you to become or grow in your integrity is the small things. How do you treat and deal with the small things? Because the small things, it's easy for you to overlook the small things and think, nah, man, no one will see that. No one will <laughs> notice that. I actually remember as I was translating or transcribing after our phenomenal um, podcast um, editor, Sia, uh, just to make a mention of him all the way in Russia, uh, sent it through and there were a few typos and I had worked through it and I was ready to upload, in fact I had uploaded it and then I actually realized, oh, oh there's a typo here. Integrity said, no, I don't think people will realize, but integrity had to say, nope, I've realized it and that's enough, so I need to do something about it. So integrity enables you to move beyond people but to own it. So that you do not sweep things under the carpet because no one will see it. So have integrity in small things. And it's a one of the most needed or important qualities in order for you to succeed. Be it in your job, in your family, in anything that you do. 
I love what John Maxwell says when he speaks to integrity, that integrity is not determined by circumstances. It's not determined, uh, it's not based on your credentials. Integrity is not, should not be confused with reputation. And, and, and I love what he says. He says, he says um, I think it's William uh, Harsey Davis who, has, who, who speaks about the difference between character and its shadow, which is reputation. Because integrity has to do with character, as um, reputation is, is the shadow of character. The circumstances amid which you live determine your reputation. The truth you believe determines your character. Reputation is what you are supposed to be. Character is what you are. Reputation is the photograph. Character is the face. Reputation comes over one from without. Character grows from within. Reputation is what you have when you come to a new community. Character is what you have when you go away. Oh, I love that. Your reputation is made in a moment. Your character is built in a lifetime. Your reputation is learned in an hour. Your character does not come to light for a year. Reputation grows like a mushroom. Character lasts like eternity. Reputation makes you rich or makes you poor. Character makes you happy or makes you miserable. Reputation is what men say about you on your tombstone. Character is what the angels say about you before the throne of God. That's incredible. That's extremely incredible. So character speaks to your integrity. What is it that you do behind closed doors? What is it that you do when you are alone? And one of the areas, as I mentioned, is to be a person of integrity in small things. Secondly, be a person of integrity behind closed doors. When there's no one watching you, be a person of integrity. And then lastly, one of the things about integrity as well is the fact that it enables people to trust you. And that's what influence says. Can I trust you? Because in order for you to be a person of influence over and above reputation, can people trust you? And in order for people to trust you, you need to be a person of integrity. So number one, in order for you to become a person of influence, you need to be intentional. Number two, you need to be a person of integrity. Number three, do not despise the days of small beginnings. I said at the top of the episode that character or integrity or influence rather grows through stages. And this is key because one of the things about becoming a person of influence is it starts small. It starts in shining when there's no one watching. It starts in excelling when there's no one applauding you. It starts in where, where, where you honestly, diligently doing your best, your utmost best when there's no reward immediately, where there's no one clapping hands for you, where there's no one blowing the horn for you, yet you are diligent in what you are doing. You are going the extra mile. You are bending over backwards. And, and that becomes very important because in order for you to become a person of influence, it doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. You begin to grow credibility. You grow trust. You, you are intentional about stewarding it. You are intentional about the relationships that you have. And as you begin to do that long term, you begin to weave your influence in such a way that people see the consistency of your character and they are able to value your transparency. They are able to feed from your humility. They are able to know that you fulfill your promises in a small scale. 
they know that your attitude is that of service. And by so doing, you then solidify your influence. As we bring in our plane for landing, two, within practicality, one, within influence, I, I spoke to as well, is how you need to connect with others. The thing about influence is you, how do you connect with others? You need to be very strategic about connecting with other people that are of influence. One of the things, possibly, is to just think of someone. Think, think, think of someone who does what you would like to do. Think of someone who lives the life you'd like to live. Think of someone who is doing some of the things you'd like to do, has achieved some of the things you'd like to achieve. So they've got that level of influence that you are aspiring towards. And then ask yourself, what do I think this person has done in order for them to get there? And begin to work it from the reverse side in terms of how best can I connect with people who are at that level but within my level. And you begin to look for people within your community, people within your radius, who have that influence that you are looking for. And this gives you handrails that you can hold on to to open the door into those rooms. Because truth of the matter, I think my mentor also taught me this, that you are two people away from anyone in the world. And that's so true. Within connecting with people, that's how relationships grow. You connect with someone who connects you with the other person. A practical tip, pocket tip, in terms of connecting with people, which is the 30-second rule. When connecting with people, always ask yourself, how can I add value to you? How can I add value to this relationship? How can I add value to this person? How can I add value to this environment? Sometimes adding value is just showing up on time and being there. Sometimes adding value is being reliable, where they know that I can actually rely on this person, they will be here. If they said they would do such and such, it, shall, it will be done. And that's how you grow your influence. 30 second rule, here you are, you're meeting someone of influence and you want to connect with that person. Say something that compliments that, that person. Within the first 30 seconds, find something that complements that particular individual. Say something that affirms what they do. And part of affirmation, people can see when it's fake, where you're just affirming them because you're just trying to be in their good books. And part of the best way you can affirm someone is when you've gone through their work, especially someone of influence that you want to connect with. Go through the work that they've done, read their books, listen to their material so that you're able to add value to the conversation because it becomes futile to ask someone something that they've already written in a book or already said on a podcast. But because you've not done your due diligence, you want them to do something that they've already done. So invest in getting the knowledge necessary for you to connect with that particular person. One of the questions I always ask myself is, if I were to have coffee or breakfast with someone I aspire to become, would I be able to hold conversation with them? Do I have questions ready that will enable me to unlock those doors? So affirm them, appreciate them. Show interest in those particular people. And as the relationship grows, seek for ways to create lasting memories. That's extremely important. More nuanced as you grow in connecting with people, be very intentional about what you say. Say the right words at the right time. There are certain environments where you just need to keep quiet and listen. There are certain environments where you are given room to ask questions or to speak. Be very intentional about the choice of words that you use. Be sensitive to the time, to the place. If someone gives you their time, value their time. 
one of the adages we have, and I say around my, our space is, if I'm on time, I'm late because I honor people's time and as best as I can, I try to do that. And that enables you to grow your influence. Be sensitive to the time, the place. If someone allocates you five minutes, do not exceed unless they give you the green light to exceed. Um, just the courtesy, if it's on a call and you're connecting with someone, is it a good time to call? Um, can I just ha have those mannerisms because they help you grow your influence. Pay attention to the context. If it's an invitation, what do they wear? How do the people show up? How do they dress? How best can I honor and represent this uh, connection that I'm building with this person? Be sensitive to the setting that you have. And that's how you connect with others. And then lastly, after you've connected with others, this is where you scale this thing. This is where you multiply your influence, where you begin to connect others with others. Were you able to connect and facilitate? No, man, I've actually met this particular person and I think they've added so much value to me. And I think in terms of what you do and who you are becoming, it would be a great um, relationship to possibly pursue. Can we do coffee together just to introduce where you are able to move away from being a, a, a dam to being a river, where you're not a reservoir, but you are a river. You're not only feeding yourself, but you're also allowing and enabling yourself that relationships and influence can flow through you and i hope this episode has added value to you remember in order for you to become a person of influence you need to be intentional you need to be a person of integrity and again do not despise the days of small beginnings be very intentional about connecting with others be strategic and at the end of the day after you've connected with others don't close the door behind you leave it open so that you can connect others with others. So till we meet again, I strongly believe that this episode has really been such a great tool with practical steps that will enable you to become a person of influence. I encourage you to download the episode notes. Uh, they are available on the podcast uh, bio where you can get the episode notes, which are a great tool for application. Share it with your team, share it with your friends, rate, review. We love reading your reviews. And if we do see it, tag us on Instagram at um, at Take Your Lead Podcast or on our website. Just leave us a review or a comment. We love hearing from you. Until we meet again next time, let's continue to change the world one individual at a time and ensure that we are taking our lead. Well, thank you for joining us on Take Your Lead Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.mzwandilemakakula.com. And if you are a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.